Hello and welcome to an all new show called The Great Scott Cinema Club Almanac. This is a magazine show. Me and Keezy are going to be doing. What are we going to be bringing the listeners with this show? So it's a, we've called it The Almanac because it's a, it's a bit of everything. Um, we've got reviews, uh, latest news, trailers, and then we'll do a top five and uh, we'll do a quiz as well with a, a wee twist. Twist on the quiz. Can't wait to see what that is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But the top five is going to be uh, a bit different as well, isn't it, Keezy? Aye. Plus, different weeks will come up with different things as well. It might, it's not always going to be that. A laundry list of suggestions. Aye. And uh, what we're looking for is um, suggestions for listeners as well. I think we want this to be more interactive, don't we? Definitely. This so, Livy Man, tell your mates about this one. Don't just keep it to yourself. <laughs> tell your mates. <laughs> Shout it for the, the rooftops, mate. Hi, uh, <laughs> Keezy. Uh, with that, you'll need to bring us the news. Aye, so we'll start with the news. Um, something that you, I thought you were going to be well interested in, but the more I read about it, the less I was excited about it. And it's a Robocop prequel. A Robo- I've not even heard about this. What is it? It's a TV show, though. Um, it's it's a prequel to Robocop, but Robocop's not going to be in it. Right, I'm assuming it's going to be about, about uh, OCP and all that then in Detroit. They can, uh, Aye. I, d- I don't know, man. I think that could be pretty good. But they better, not, they better not call it Robocop. Uh, they probably will, wouldn't they, to cash in on that? But it's before he became Robocops. Oh, it'll be about Alex Murphy. That's what it'll be about, won't it? But what was he doing before he was Robocop? He was hopeless. Turn it up, you. He was he was the only upstanding member of that police department. Ah, uh, true. Aye, but I think me, I'm, I'm, aye, you know, but I'll give it a go. I'm all for this aye. because uh, see the trailer for Ratchet, the the Netflix show Ratchet, which is based on aye. over the cuckoo's nest. I'm a hundred percent in for it, man, definitely. So that looks you know, that, give them give it a go. Uh, what's the worst that you can do? Stop watching it. Exactly, you're absolutely right. I'll watch the first episode and I'll let you know what it's like, alright? And then Aye, that's what probably will happen, aye. <laughs> <laughs> right, next. Uh, that, well, this is one was a couple of weeks ago. Um and I think your opinion will be the same as mine, and it's a planes, trains and automobiles remake with next. Will Smith and Kevin next. Hart. Next. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about us. I'm not I'm not joking. Do you know what? I, as I say to you, a few weeks back, I watched Die Hard, and I thought it was absolutely tremendous. I thought it was so, Aye. so funny. Um, if we start to finish everything, it was only like 10 minute episodes, but it, right. But see, the more I read about Will Smith, the more I want to put my boot right through his jaw. Like, <laughs> he's just that, he's washed up, man. When was the last time he done something good? Ah, uh, you'll be, be giving him the genie, or no? No, because. He, you're always going to imagine him against Robin Williams. Aye. He'd done the best that he could with what he was given, I'd say. Aye. You know what I mean? But then this rap version of you ain't never got a friend like me. Get in the bin, Smith. <laughs> I mean, Santa Cross for his wife discussing on YouTube why she had an affair. You know oh. what I mean? No, like, Will Smith's done for me, honestly. But <laughs> you know what? I think this is the final nail. Well, what, who's who? Exactly. No idea. Who who asked for this? Who wanted it? Absolutely nobody. And did you see the guy on Twitter? He put on 
Steve Martin will be rolling in his grave. Steve Martin's not even dead. Aye, but Steve Martin commented on it. He's like, not yet, I'm not. That's <laughs> 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 brilliant. Hey, have you, what else have we got? What's the, what's the rest of the news? It's a film that means you're both like Happy Death Day. Aye. It's, it's a third one confirmed. Another one? Just bring them on, mate. <laughs> <I know. laughs> no, I mean, see if the Fast and Furious can get nine movies. I'm all up for nine Happy Death Days. Oh, definitely. Classy can he die in enough ways for me. <laughs> you know what? Purely because her name's Tree. I'm sorry. <laughs> Worst <laughs> name ever. But what a, what, a great, what a great series of movies it's been so far. I'm right up for the third one. Aye, I was happy with that as well. Um, and this is one that may interest you. We've got Joaquin Phoenix has been offered $50 million to make two Joker sequels. Ah. Uh, Fuck, I don't know if I could sit through another one of them. I loved it, no. don't get me wrong. I loved it, but see, they're, they're, treading, they're treading murky water here because that's his Mona Lisa, that movie. Aye. It really Aye. is. And they, they, can only, they can only fuck it up. It, it's, it's a perfect film. It really is a perfect film. I, what do they do with him? Do they put him up against Batman? See the way things are going. There's going to be about three or four different Batmans on the go at once. I know. And it depends on what one you put them in. I would want to see him going against Michael Keaton. Aye. <laughs> you know what I mean? But because he, because Elkin Phoenix is so young, then it's going to need to be Robert Pattinson because that's the timeline there. Yeah, I, I hope they don't. I'd like to see him going up against Jim Gordon. You know, before right, Batman, I, before Batman comes to the fore, can I? But that could work. Definitely could. Um, but no, uh, I don't know, man. Because yeah, it, could, it could be outstanding. We know that he'll be amazing, but I trust him to get some sort of good story for him. He would want to see a script before he agreed to the movie. I think. And I trust Phoenix. He's not just going to going to put his name to any old shit. No. So. Let's see, let's see what uh, what the future holds for that franchise then. And you like to think that fifth like, golden handshakes like that don't really they don't really mean anything to you guys like Wicking Phoenix has always been about picking the good proper. films and scripts that suit him, isn't it? Listen, he could he could have done a million Hollywood blockbusters, but he's done independent movies quite a lot. So uh, uh, you're absolutely right. He's more about the craft than he is about the money, I think. Aye. I think that I think that's it for latest news. Is that right? Um, do we want to mention what Diana Rigg? Aye. Recently, we've we've obviously had a bit of bad news. One of the original Avengers, um, the real Avengers, named Diana Rigg, left this mortal coil. Um, a fine looking woman in her day, named uh, Diana Aye. Rigg, and a, a great body of work as well. Um, so it's obviously an an icon. Really, oh, uh, definitely. And, and it's amazing year. that one of her best ever roles was in her later years, Game of Thrones. She was tremendous in Game Incredible of Thrones. Incredible, Aye. Yeah, she was. The way she played that that character, she she was smarter than the rest of them. Aye. She could. She knew who the good people were and who the bad people were. You know what I mean? Aye. And it's, Aye. and obviously it was her that fucking got Joffrey, wasn't it? That's right, aye. You know, so I mean. 
that's it. If, if she done nothing else in her career, that's called <laughs> the <adventure>, killing Jordan. <laughs> he was a bastard there, guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, an excellent actress, and obviously um, her body of work is going to stand testament to her. To her as a person and as an actress, so um, Dame Diana Rigg. Aye. Right, so what we've got now, uh, we're going to move on to some film reviews. Oh, film reviews. Well, I've, I've watched one and a bit movies for this right. podcast, right? And I think you've watched a few, but the, the first one that I watched... And I, I sent you a wee picture saying, look what I'm watching. I'm not going to lie, I watched it through dodgy means. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to the cinema. I'm sitting in the house and I watched it through a dodgy copy. But it was well worth it, man. Honestly. Right. And this movie that I'm talking about is the third and possibly the greatest trilogy ever made. <laughs> Bill and Ted Face the Music, part three of the Bill and Ted series Dang. I laughed my ass off at this movie right now obviously you've got Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves playing Bill and Ted the same way that they played Bill and Ted for the first two movies right but they've, got, kid, they've got kids now and see the two girls that play their daughters they have got them down to a T. I can't, <laughs> I can't explain this enough man right see the lassie that plays Keanu Reeves' daughter it's like watching him when he was 20, making, making Bill and Ted 1. I'm not joking, mate, honestly. Tremendous. What one does Samara Weaven play? She plays Thea, who is Ted's daughter. Right. And uh, Bill's daughter's called Billy. And it's, right. mate, the, see the whole film? I knew for, for the first time what was, how it was going to turn out and how it was going to... What what was going to be the the payoff at the end of the movie, right? But right. you getting for the start of the movie to the end of the movie, it was tremendous. Honestly, it's so funny, really, really good. I didn't expect it to be good. Um, but there's some cracking. There's there's a belter, a cameo on it, um, right. and uh, death's back again. Aye, good. So I'm not going to go too far into it because I don't want to waste it for anybody but it's if you like the first two movies this is well worth a watch I'd probably say it's the second best one in the in the series behind aye, aye definitely yeah. it's strange because it's a it's a movie series that I enjoy right but the first one for me is the weakest out of the three definitely aye. Uh, but I always preferred the second one as well aye it's, the second one's much more fun and this right. one's along the same lines. Um, and you've got, an, you've got a nice wee uh, nod of the head to George Carlin, who passed away after the second movie and um, is obviously a comedy legend. But it's, right. it was a nice, wee, a nice wee doff to the cap to him in the movie as well. And people who know uh, the movies will, will obviously get it straight away. Um, but for me... I'm going, to, I'm going to mark out a five. That's what we're going to do, Keezy. We're going to mark uh, good idea. out a five, right? And I'm going to say, for Bill and Ted, Face and Music, I'm going to give them a three and a half out of five. Aye. Aye. I enjoyed that. I really did enjoy it. Right, so we'll, we'll move on to the next movie. What have, what have you been watching, Keezy? Well, I wasn't going to mention this again because we mentioned it in the last episode, and this is Mulan. 
But and you stole my thoughts on it. I, I thought it was great. It's getting absolutely slaughtered. Is it? Like, like I've never seen a film getting this slaughtered as much. And I just, I, I just don't understand it. Um, Racist. <laughs> It's getting it's it's getting measured against higher levels than any other film in history. People are just or they're butchering it, and so I was like, "Well, what am I? What what the hell am I watching?" I'm usually all right. I've got like completely different taste that we all do, but I'm not usually this far off because it's it's like five out of ten on uh, IMDb. Um, all the critics have murdered it. First of all, it looks amazing. The cinematography is incredible. The film scores brilliant, and the story is basically the same as the cartoon. Only it's more they've tried to do it more realistic. Even though there's a witch. Let's be honest, but me, any movie's going to struggle for losing Eddie Murphy. Aye, I don't think it, 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 that character was a loss to the film because it wouldn't have suited the film. Um, that was a greater, more realistic version. It wasn't it. I don't know how you can you could watch it and hate it. Uh, there's nothing to hate about it. I'm not saying you you might you might watch it and you might agree with him, but at least I think there's a lot of people made up their minds because of the the political side of this film. Basically, the last the last year that plays Mulan's came out and said stuff, and everybody's like, "Hey, boycott this movie. That's a disgrace." Oh, they've cancelled somebody because right? What is it? She's come out uh, and said. Well, she defended the Hong Kong police brutality. <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> uh, exactly. But, but again, as we've said before, right? You, obviously, people aren't going to want to support somebody like that, right? No. But does that does that make the movie bad? I know, and I think it's an easy target. It's a Disney remake, live action remake, and people always seem to slaughter them a bit more than other films. Um. And it's been a, it's actually the film's been a disaster because because they've not been able to release it in the cinema and they've had to charge twenty quid and who the, the uh, very first twenty quid that they brought in, somebody pirated it and got it right on the dodgy websites I use. <laughs> so that's where that's where my twenty quid went. <laughs> <laughs> um I what I'll just watch a film and decide that I like it by what I see. And I absolutely loved it. I had high expectations. And for me, I loved up to it. And I watched it again because of all the reviews. And I enjoyed it just as much as the first time. Um, so all I'm saying is go in with an open mind and just watch it for what it is. And I'm sure these will enjoy it. What score are you getting on the, on the grand scale? <laughs> See, nobody's going to watch this film until December when it comes on to Disney for nothing. I don't think anybody's going to pay 20 quid for it. So they'll forget about this review. <laughs> so I'm safe to say that stuff it for what it was, for what I wanted, and for what it gave me, I'm giving it five stars. Five stars? Fucking hell. <laughs> That's bold. Right, there's, there's certain scenes, right, that it's, it's a bit, it's magic movie moments. There's three or four Scenes that if you saw it on the big screen, it would have just have been tremendous. Yeah. But um, I am giving it five stars, and it doesn't matter because you'll forget I've said that by the time he's watching. I stop talking about it anyway. You've been talking about it for two fucking episodes now, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. I'll move on. I'll move on. 
Right, so what's the, what's the next one then? Right, so this is one that me and you, this is your half a one. No, it's not even a half a one. <laughs> okay, this film's Babysitter 2, <laughs> and it's just came on to Netflix. What's his full name, Babysitter? Uh, Babysitter 2, Killer Queen. Killer Queen, that's it, right. So, right. I got to the scene, not even five minutes in, I don't think, not even five minutes oh. in. Um, well, they're standing outside the school, and everything, the way the film's shot, everything's moving in slow motion behind them for some reason. Right? Right. And this fucking <laughs> absolute button comes on the screen. <laughs> and it's the last, the last for the first one's boyfriend. Aye. Right? And see the second I seen him and his pals, I was like, ah, I can't wait for you to die. However, I can't <laughs> be bothered watching <laughs> to wait for you to die. So I turned it off because I hated the characters that much within about 30 seconds. Right, fair enough. Um, oh, these films are what they are. I, I laugh my ass off at them. I think they're, I think they're brilliant. I love the just, first one. You know what? They're just good fun. Aye. And it's... I don't know. I don't think this is a spoiler, but it's all the same baddies as last time. They're all back. They're all back, are they? Aye. Right. Well, do you know what? <clears throat> this is a Netflix movie, isn't it? Aye. Uh, summer '84. Was it summer '84? Aye. That was a Netflix movie, wasn't it? No. No, no. was it? They're, they're along the same lines, kinda. Aye, aye. It's the same guys in them. That's what it fucking is. But you know what? How old did they get between the first one and this one? I know. <laughs> it's got the difference between Daniel Radcliffe for Harry Potter 1 and Harry Potter 7. <laughs> well, I mean, that wee guy has been sleeping in a grow bag or something like that. There's, there's no... <laughs> right, and it gives you a wee flashback to the end of the first movie at the start. And um, then the next time you see the wee guy, he's aged about 25 years. <laughs> so I, I takes you right out of it straight away. I didn't think I, it was I, the same actor. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I've had I've been told by somebody in my work that it was a thoroughly enjoyable, thoroughly enjoyable one hour and forty six minutes. Aye. Right. So if you I, like I, the first one, you 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 will like it. When it gets to the good stuff, the the daft ways of killing people, then it's good fun. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. Uh, any <laughs> okay. applicable? Uh, what are you going to get on the on the grand scale? Yeah, again, I'm basing it on what it what it is and what it was set out to do and things like that. I'll give it a three out of five. Three out of five, right? So that's the babysitter killer queen. Um, find that on Netflix if you've got Netflix. The, so this one's the the probably the big one. Um, this is Tenet. Tenet. Yeah, I don't get the love for Nolan. <laughs> Batman Begins was amazing. The Dark Knight was amazing. See anything else that I've seen that he's made? It's pretentious shit. Oh well, the Prestige is a masterpiece. <laughs> everything else is pretentious. I think it's deliberately, deliberately confusing. Like, <laughs> watch this. We'll do this. 
<laughs> what if I make this character do this? Then they'll, they'll all think that this, but that's not like this. <laughs> Wait till you see this one. And it's just absolute gibberish. I put that in, that's brilliant. Right, yeah, and they'll think it's, it's get deeper meaning. <laughs> <than they're like. laughs> um, so this, I went to the pictures to see this. And it was oh, good to be in the... First visit back uh, to the cinema, mate. That's it. Since I went to see Onward in March. Um, and it's the first time I went to the, the new showcase deluxe. Aye. As it's been done up. And it's, it's, it's crying. Uh, it's, it was great being there. And, um, they were, but they're only using four rows in each theatre. And the film's getting shown every half an hour. So it must be in every room. And they're only it's only four rows. And you have to leave a seat free either side of you. But there was only six people in the, the cinema when I was there. And there was nobody near me. So you're safe as houses. Um, three of them left halfway through the film. Seriously? <laughs> right, that tells you all you need to know, man. But in saying that, what, what we need to make the listeners aware of is that we live in a town called Coatbridge and the, it's not the brightest. <laughs> what right, so what, what I think of the film and Sean had seen it and my mate Gary and they were both kind of the same they don't really know what was going on but they enjoyed the action and things like that so I knew it was in, I knew it was tough it was going to be tough to follow when I went in but I said right I'll just I'll try and concentrate and soak it all up thinking because it's like a time travel movie it's Sean White all, aye he enjoyed it aye right so it's a time travel movie it's a time bend. What is this, Looper 2? <laughs> it's, the basic plot is Secret Agent goes on a mission, a time-bending mission to prevent the start of World War Three. So there is, it, there is a, a time travel element to it, right? So I thought, right, I'm going to soak it all in. I'm not going to know what's going on, and then there's going to be a eureka moment where it all just makes sense and it's going to blow my mind. That, that eureka that moment never comes, does it? Nah, it doesn't come. Um, nah. And even films, some of the films, I have enjoy, I enjoyed Inception and I enjoyed Interstellar. You're along for the ride with the films. You, you're into DiCaprio and you're into uh, McConaughey. You're, I didn't feel involved in this film. I felt like, and maybe it's just my, I'm still in lockdown mode and my brain just wasn't, wasn't up for it. <laughs> but I didn't hate it. But I didn't know what the hell was going on, and people were saying, "Oh, it'll be, it'll get, it'll be brilliant when you watch it for the third and fourth time." I see when I go. I don't want to go to the pictures to then have to Google the film to find out what the hell it was I was watching. So that's just Aye. you do that before you go to the pictures. <laughs> um, so. There's some great action sequences, but again, you don't know what's going on. And one of the bad things about the film is the dialogue is so muffled that it's almost impossible to, to understand them. It makes um, the dialogue in this film makes Bane in the Dark Knight Rises sound like a Morgan Freeman narration. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're telling me is, if you watch it in DVD, you get the subtitles on. Aye, that would be a good idea, aye. You're saying um, that in all, in all seriousness there too, aren't you? <laughs> okay, it must be bad, man. I actually think that you've cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine when you put the subtitles on, it just said mumble, 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 mumble. 
<laughs> oh, that would be brilliant. <laughs> Again, it's, it's it's what you said. It's a lot of style and no substance. He gets a, he gets away with a lot. I think. I think if there was another director's name on this, people would be slaughtering it. I tell you what, see if he doesn't do Batman, he doesn't get the chance to do these nonsense things, man. I know. Aye, yeah. that's true. For spectacle and me being packed in the pictures and some of the action sequences, I'll give it three out of five. Three out of five. And it's a generous three out of five. Right, okie doke. Let's move on. Right, so now we can cut to the jingle for the next section. <laughs> Right, troops, for the past 20 years, every time I go to the cinema, I play a game called the trailer game. And I've been there with you on more than one occasion, Graham. I believe I introduced you to this phenomenon. (laughs) The trailers are as much a part of the cinema-going experience as, as popcorn, nachos, and Samuel L. Jackson being in whatever fucking film you're going to see. (laughs) <laughs> so, we're going to introduce you guys to the trailer game right and I want you to follow my lead and do it when you're in the cinema here's the rules you watch the trailer <laughs> and you decide thumbs up if you want to see the movie if you're excited <laughs> for the movie thumb in the middle if it's a I'll wait for the DVD and thumbs down if it's I wouldn't watch that to save my only child from a pack of baying wolves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. What Keezy, we've watched the same trailers. Aye. What's the first one that we're going to discuss? I think we need to go with El Batsy, don't we? Oh, aye. The, the Batman. Now, I wasn't holding up much hope for this when I heard who was playing Batman and then I remembered that he's actually a shit hot actor. So Aye. Robert Pattinson in in this trailer nails it man. Honestly. I know. Mate, Aye. I'm all I'm all in for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it looks <laughs> absolutely brilliant. You know what? It's got Trevor Fee Stenders in it. Aye. So, wait, yeah. how's that guy end up in a Batman movie? <laughs> He was in the, um, what was he in? He was in Chernobyl. That's it, he was brilliant in it. Aye, you may see his Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm telling you, mate, see if they get this right, the way it looks and all that, these could be better than no one's movies. You know what I mean? It does, it looks on the same lines. Aye. I like uh, the cast. You would never, ever, ever have been able to pick, uh, who's playing the Penguin again? Colin 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 Farrell. Did you no. see him? You would never have knew that was him in a hundred million years. Is that definitely him? Aye. <laughs> I just, mate, that's him and mate, mate, honest to God. Somebody put up a picture of him and a picture of the guy that everybody was speculating that it was him. Mm-hmm. And the eyes are identical, man. It's, it's definitely him. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a whole new spin on the, on the penguin. If it is, and uh, who is it? Is playing the Riddler again? Uh, Paul Dano. Paul Dano. He's he looks perfect for it as well. And he he's was, a great he, choice. He was in the Girl Next Door, wasn't he? Uh, he was, he was ah, of course he was. Yeah, he was. Aye. he was great what? in that. Yeah. He he looks 
exactly the way you want the Riddler to look, doesn't he? He's aye. He's, he's perfect casting. He really, really is. He's a great isn't? actor. Um, Zoe Kravitz, she's she's uh, Selena Kyle. Aye. I'm happy. I'm quite happy with that as well. Um, you've got P- uh, Andy Serkis is is Alfred. Aye. Um, you've got your man is Jim Gordon, who was he's in the Bond movies as well. I always forget his name, but he's uh, he's a really good actor. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. He's, 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 right. he's, in, uh, he's in Westworld. Aye, he's great. Aye, I, I'm much more excited about this film now, the trailer. However, they've got my attention, right? Aye. They've got my money. Aye. I don't need to see any more. Just let me just let me wait for the film now. You know what? That's the thing with these trailers, and I think I always get a bit of fear when a trailer's too long. And I think that they, I always think they've put all the big set pieces into this trailer and when I go and see this movie it's going to be shite you know, <laughs> the, longer, the longer a trailer is the well, the less likely the less excited I am for the movie but, but right. I think as Batman it's no giving away anything about the plot it's not no. like you said leave it at that leave it uh, at that I don't, I don't want to know you've got my money I'm Aye. paying it I'm, I'm going to see it Hi, <laughs> exactly. That is just, just tell me when. If I was out of the I'd be in the pictures to go and see it. Definitely. Aye. Right, so easy. The Batman. Yeah. Are we going thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, or thumbs down? I think we both know that it's a big thumbs up for both of us. Aye, thumbs up all the way. Aye. Definitely. Um. Okay. So we'll, we'll move on to the next one. Brand new one. It's uh, June. All right. No, but it's May, it's September. <laughs> oh, June with a D, right? I, I forgot I'd watch that one. I've never seen the original. I know this is a remake, right? Aye. I want to go and watch the original now after watching the trailer for this movie. It looks incredible. You're aye. going to need to see this in the cinema. Aye, oh, that, def- aye definitely. I mean, I, I watched the trailer. I don't know what's going on. But <laughs> it does look, it looks brilliant. It looks like an event movie. Aye, um, 100%. It's got Zendaya um, and Dave Bautista in it, mate. You know what I mean? Aye, aye. <laughs> you, you were talking about watching the original. I've never seen it either. See, the only thing I know about the original movie, what? Toto did the soundtrack for it. They did the music score. Right, so why have we not seen this film? <laughs> it bombed. It was, it was meant to be terrible. Aye, why are they remaking it then? I think because it's it's based on a book and they, they think that they can do the book justice now with all the, right. the special effects they've got. Okay. So, Aye, fair enough, because as, as good as the movie looks, it is majorly special effects heavy, just going by that trailer. Right. But I want to see whatever the fuck that big monster is at the end of the trailer. I want to see that on a, on a cinema screen. <laughs> that, that, looks, that looks epic, man. <laughs> right, Casey, so June... Thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, or thumbs down? Gonna shock you, actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go thumbs in the middle. Thumbs in the middle, but if if you wait for the DVD, you're not getting that big cinema experience. Right, my my thumbs now pointing to the roof. I knew it. Brilliant. What <laughs> the next one? Then what have we got next? Uh, the comeback trail. No, oh, this is the one with uh, Tommy Lee Jones and. Morgan Freeman and Robert Russell, De Niro. 
the movie producers that have been bankrupt, Robert De Niro and Morgan Freeman. Right. And what they come up with the plan to make, they're going to make a fake movie, right? And it's going to, and they're going to hire an old Western actor, and they're going to make him do all his own stunts. And but he's insured for five million dollars, so they're going to kill him <laughs> to, to get the money. And obviously, <laughs> it's Tommy Lee Jones that plays the old Western actor. Ah, and he's like he's like the Terminator, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for this one, for me, I'm sorry, I'm going thumbs in the middle for this one. Yeah, it's a DVD movie, isn't it? Definitely, it's a Sunday with a hangover. Aye. <laughs> Aye, I'm not rushing to the pictures for this one. This is a, a thumbs in the middle. Aye. Aye. And the next movie that we've got um, is Let, Let Him Go. Aye. And that's... Um, thumbs Diab- up. Diab- thumbs up. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just keep saying thumbs up because it's Kevin Costner. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> you know what, mate? Aye. This like this is this has got a bit of taking about it. Aye. Do you know what? Taking with Kevin Costner and Diane Lane chasing after the Wayne. Aye. That's this this film looks really good. To be honest with you, it does. It does. Um, uh-huh. I think it's Costner. Like I think we spoke before, he's kind of having a wee bit of a career renaissance now, and it's brilliant because he's a fantastic actor. He really is. Uh, definitely, I'd, it's I'd, great never ad- I'd never admit that to you. Never in a million <laughs> admit that to you. But you know, the only thing that took me out of this trailer it is the the surname of the family that that they're after. It's Wee Boy, right? right. And at one point, they say. Your grandson's a wee boy now. <laughs> that was like, oh, oh, I'm just figuring out that he's a wee boy. Apart from that, it does look really good, I must admit. It, um, it looks creepy and eerie. And, aye. Uh, aye. It's got a bit of the aura of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of family about it. Aye. You know what I mean? Well, they're up against it, alright. Uh, 100%, but there's only one winner. <laughs> but I tell you what, I think one of the two of them are going to die. I think Diane Wayne or Kevin Costner is going to die in this movie. Both. I'm throwing it out there. The last, the, the last time they were in the movie together, he died. Hey, so it's her turn then. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan and Martha Kent, weren't they? So they were. <laughs> so they were. Anyway, Aye. what are you going for? Thumbs up, thumbs in the middle or thumbs down? I'll definitely watch it. And I'll look forward to watching it, but it's a thumbs in the middle job, isn't it? It's a thumbs in the middle job, aye. Anyway, um, that that wraps up the trailer game for this episode of the show. If you want to suggest a trailer for us to watch, uh, just get in contact with us via Twitter um, or uh, phone Keezy's house. It's <laughs> 01236 605. Right. <laughs> if it's meant to be, you'll guess the last three numbers. Okay, so... I felt like I was watching uh, Tenet there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Keezy, I know that obviously we, we, this is a light-hearted show and stuff like that. We've already uh, mentioned Dame Diana Rigg passing away, but it would be rude as not to mention uh, the passing of probably one of the most pioneering black actors of the last, I don't know how long, the last 20 years anyway. Um, Aye. 
known best for his role as Black Panther. Uh, died far too young, long before his time. Uh, Obviously, we're talking about Chadwick Boseman. For that, for that man to do what he'd done and keep that illness under wraps and still go about his work, working on growing movies. You know what I mean? Not not just like movies where you're acting. That this guy was he was in fight scenes, he was in Aye. everything and he, he's back on stage four, uh, colon cancer at the same time. What what an inspiring guy. Aye, what I, a it, it just shows you, doesn't it? It shows you that how the level of dedication and obviously Aye. no small no small talent at all. The guy was incredible. Really oh, incredible. he was brilliant. The Civil War film, that was the first one he was Black Panther, I meant it. Yeah. I just thought they'd plucked him from nowhere. But I didn't realise that he'd done it. He, he, he was in 42, a film I loved, and he played Jackie Robinson. I didn't realise it was him. But you see, when you look at it, like you're saying there, Jackie Robinson, right? He was obviously a, a African-American trailblazer, right? He was, right. One, he was the first ever, was he the first ever uh, professional black baseball player? Yep, that's right. right. And... You don't just give that role to anybody. No. I've not seen 42, but I'm a, I'm very aware of the story of uh, Jackie Robinson. And it's a, it's a film that I'm going to need to watch now. But what I will say is I had absolutely no intentions of watching Black Panther purely because of the whole political stramash round about it and stuff like that. But Aye. I watched it. And I absolutely loved it. I loved Black Panther. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was Marvel's best movie for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I I'm say- the same as you. Everybody put put me off it with the with the Oscar campaign, and I thought, is it, is everybody going over the top? And a few people I know went to see it and didn't like it, so I never went to the pictures to see it. I watched it when they came on Sky, and I absolutely loved it. But this really film is brilliant. I know, it's and you know what? See, look, see, looking at Wakanda as well, it's the sort of the sort of surroundings and the sort of setting that you want to see in the pictures. So I know, I was, I was really looking forward to Black Panther too, and it it, it, it does beg a question: What did they do? Because they've announced the movie, right? And oh, it's a tough one, and whatever they do, they'll do it right. I think because they've proved that that. This guy's nobody knew about this guy, we know. In this day and age that's unbelievable. I know. And that's a testament to the people around him and the testament to what they thought of him. Aye. Um, Aye maybe. So I think whatever decision they make, it'll be the right one, it'll be done with respect, it'll be the right timing and people will accept it. But I, I don't know what they'll do. Such a hard thing to talk about there now, but he carried that as a as a badge of honour, that movie. You know, and see if you ever watch any interviews with him or anything like that. He, when he talks about it, he was so proud of it, man. Well, he was the proudest so man proud you've ever seen, I. And just, I'd off my cap to to Chadwick Boseman because carrying that that illness under your heart for four, four years or something like that, man. Unbelievable. You know what I mean, uh, just the guy. The guy was an inspiration, and he was. As I said before, he had no small talent. The guy was an incredible actor. Nah, he was on the road to superstardom. No, no doubt about it. Definitely. No doubt about it. A, a phenomenal human being, and he's going to be sadly missed. Sadly missed. Definitely. Honest.
move on to the next section of the show, and this section is our top fives for this week, and the top fives that we were originally going to go for was top five sports movies, but <laughs> if, you've, if you've ever listened to uh, the Great Scott Cinema Club podcast, or if you've ever even passed me in the street, <laughs> you'll know that I would have just went, right, number one, Rocky four, number two, Rocky, number three, Rocky three, number four, Rocky two, number five, Rocky Balboa. <laughs> that, that's how it would have been. Right. But so we've decided uh, for the first week we're going to go for the best songs from the movies of 1985. Right. So we're going back to our first episode where we covered the films of 85. So mm-hmm. go for um, the songs this time. Mate, I was having a look through the songs in the movies in 1985 and there's some absolute toppers, man. <laughs> it really is After and it took me ages to write out a list. Um, so, what's your what's your number five, Keezy? My number five was "Burning Heart" by Survivor. Oh, funnily enough, from Rocky Four. <laughs> a bit of a reaction. Um, my number five, and then I'm going to go for "Crazy for You" by Madonna. Which. For the movie Vision Quest, and it got to number two in the UK charts. I've never even heard of the film. Good song, though. No, yeah, it's a good song. <clears throat> right, so what's your number four? I think this is where we intertwine. I think, oh, I think it's going to be really, really similar. Number four for me is Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News from yeah. a wee film called Back to the Future. Never seen it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to, with my number four, I'm going to go for St. Elmo's Fire by John Parr. Right. For the movie St. Elmo's Fire, if you've never seen it, right. it's, it's a great film. Right. Um, it got to number six in the UK charts, which I was surprised right. at, actually. Because um, I had only really heard this, this song. I'd seen the film, but I'd never paid attention to the song, right? Right. So, I get tickets to go and see Journey uh, <laughs> in the Armadillo. And obviously yourself, me, you and Stuart Aye. went along it. So, on the way around to the train station, I say, so it's a support act. And Keezy says, uh, John Parr. Never heard him. He says, I does say... St. Elmo's Fire song, Man in Motion. I was like, oh, I fucking know that song. And obviously, I've done You're the Best as well, which is uh, the old Gillette tune, isn't it? <laughs> the best, the best a man can get. <laughs> anyway, so I, was, I was quite excited. I was pretty excited, but on the train in, we had, had a few beers, and when we got to the, the venue, we had a couple of beers as well, and then it was time to go in and see John Parr. So we're sitting watching John Parr and the beers hit me and I need to go for a piss. And I went <laughs> to the toilet and I come back and I, I couldn't have been any more than five minutes. And I come back right. and, and Keezy turns around to me and he says, mate, you missed St. Elmo's Fire. I could have been home at that point. <laughs> every every time I hear St. Elmo, St. Elmo's Fire, I'm transported back to the, the Armadillo's toilets <laughs> <laughs> and it's my number three um, 
he told the story about what it was like, the song's actually about and nearly tearing up. So I don't want to rub it in, but it was a, an awesome moment. I thought you were making it up when you told me what it was about. When <laughs> he told the story and you were telling me on the train journey home, remember? Aye, aye. And it's this guy that fucking climbed a mountain in a wheelchair. No, he, he, rolled, he, he would travel around the world in his wheelchair. Travelled around the world in his wheelchair. Well, you need to go over a mountain or two to get around the world, Keezy, don't you? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> My number three is The Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News. So, we're going to go into um, our number twos now. Uh, I'm predicting that the twos, two and one are the same. My number two is a song about dancing into the fire. Oh. <laughs> A View yeah. to a Kill by Duran Duran. Powerhouse, your tune. Yeah, that's, that's my number two as well. And I've decided to go for uh, Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. Aye? Aye. No, I'm only Great joking. <laughs> I'm only no, joking. I for that. That was that was the fakest. Ah, yeah, that's a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Robert Tepper. No yes. easy way out. For Rocky Four, um, but I need to—I need to be honest with you. I would have picked five songs for the Rocky Four soundtrack, and purely not because <laughs> not because Rocky Four is my favourite movie, because that soundtrack for me is the best soundtrack to any movie ever, right? <laughs> and every single song on that soundtrack is a fucking topper. I am going to—I'm going to definitely go for No Easy Way Out. It's—it's it's just an absolute belter. Aye, classic, and it's mine as well. Yeah, uh, um, I, I, I think we need to watch ourselves with these top fives because we're into the same shit, man. And it's going <laughs> to end up fucking just being us going. Uh, so if number five, we've went for. Rather I know. Than, <laughs> I enjoyed than it. I but... went for. Um, <laughs> Great song, and uh, it wasn't written for the film, but Stallone told them he pretended it was. So it qualified for the Oscars, but it didn't get anywhere near the Oscar. Why not? Why does it not get know. the Oscar? Because that's a, that's a better tune than 95% of the songs that have won Oscars. Well, the song that won the Oscar that year, to be fair, was an absolute belter. Say You, Say Me by Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie's got an Oscar, has he? Aye. There you go. Again, if you listen to the Great Scots in the Club Almanac, it's like going to school for a day. You learn something new. <laughs> as good as say you say me is no easy way out you know you're not going to get up on the karaoke and sing say you say me have you but no, I tell you I'll what I've heard, I've heard Keysbo up singing no easy way out before <laughs> <laughs> nearly collapsed singing it but uh, uh, I know I'm the only one in the room that's enjoying it but I'm having the time of my life when I'm singing it don't kid yourself me I was fucking kicking every ball with you <laughs> I think Javi was doing the press-ups in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Pull-ups on the door, on the door frame. <laughs> right, so, um, that brings us to the end of the first ever, the inaugural top five um, right. on the Great Scots Cinema Club Almanac. So, we're going to move on now to a special quiz. <laughs> We've taken that at the quiz movie battle. Flip the switch. Right. Flip the switch. It's now called 
the movie quiz actor battle. <laughs> now, the rules, the rules are simple. Don't you laugh, Keezy, because this is good. Right? I love it. <laughs> uh, the rules are simple. What we do is we generate a random movie, and we've got to name actors from the cast. Yep, it's going to be short. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with being short, Keezy. <laughs> right. So, random movie generator. What decade do you want to go for? Uh, we'll start in the 80s. Right, here we go. <laughs> Back to the Future Part 2. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do at least 20 of his games of bogey. Mate, I, I can name you two fucking actors that were in these movies, man. <laughs> You know everybody that's in this. I'm Van Gub to you. Right, okay. Right, I'll go for Tails. Tails is. Right, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Thomas F. Wilson. Christopher Lloyd. Um, Elizabeth Shue. Crispin Glover. Wasn't in the second one. Oh, no, technically he was. Uh, he was technically at the start. He was. he was at the start. He's in the flashbacks, so I'm giving him... Alright then. Uh, what's her face? Leah Thompson. Ah, you fucker, that was the last one I could remember. <laughs> oh. Mind your hero. Sam Elliott. No. <laughs> your man that's in all these films. See if you can remember his name. Oh. We Baldy Heat. Ah. <laughs> oh no, I can't remember his name. <laughs> ah, I said this to you when we were talking about it on the first episode you'll not know his name but you'll know his face and I can't even remember his name <laughs> oh no he'll be a minute back to the future too Steven Spielberg <laughs> and there's some bizarre cameo nah ah. James Tolkien James Tolkien, how did I freeze get it? Oh, man, gutted. Gutted. <laughs> we did all right, I think. Anyway, right, folks, thanks again for listening to the, the first ever episode of the Great Scott Cinema Club Almanac. Um, I've been Chris, he's been Keezy, and with that... We're out of time. <laughs>